Good morning, Kate. And hello, listeners, and welcome back to the Little Things podcast. In the excitement of episode number one, we didn't really introduce ourselves, and we've had a few call-outs from listeners saying, but who are you? (laughs) Can we learn some more? So we thought we'd just do a little little introduction to us. Exactly. I mean, who are we? Um, That's a great question. Um, I'm Kiki. I'm currently in isolation with my um, seven family members. Um, I have been on furlough for seven weeks. I'm now back to work. I work in asset management. I can't say that I love it at all. I don't know what I'm talking about most of the time. And my dream is to be either a TV presenter or doing podcasts. And that is a little bit about me. Hi, Kiki. I feel like the in Finding Nemo when they go, hi, Nemo. <laughs> hey, Nemo. <laughs> and hi, everybody. I am Kate, the other half of The Little Things. I am currently in lockdown with three of my family members, but I am from a family of six. I usually work in sports TV production in London, but alas, there is not much sport going on at the moment and I am not in London. So (laughs) that's not what I'm doing. But yeah, this, I've always wanted to do a podcast and I couldn't have thought of a better person to start the podcast with. Kiki and I met four years ago in Dubai, of all places. I was out there on my sister's work trip, lol. And you were out there visiting your sister who was working out there. We came together over Bella's birthday dinner and we met and just hit it off. And here we are, four years later, making magic. Pretty much four years to the day. Almost to the day because it was your sister's birthday. Talking of birthdays, actually, it's my sister's birthday today. So happy birthday, Sophie. Happy birthday, Sabado Sophie. I just need to tell my dad to shut the fuck up. <laughs> dad. <laughs> this is so good. Hello. Dad, I'm recording. <laughs> Family tiff in the Harrison household. <laughs> Did you hear that? Dad, I'm recording. <laughs> Daddy, will you will you please be quiet? But he comes into the he comes into the house and goes hello, as if everyone's going to run down to him and be like, "Oh, Daddy, how was your walk?" Oh, right. So he hasn't been to the shops then. No, God, no. Geeks, I went to the shop this week. You did not. I did. It's my it's my big thing of the week. The big thing um, of the week. Yeah, I broke out nine weeks into lockdown. I finally got out. Oh my God, that is terrifying. Slash also exciting. What did you do? Well, so usually my dad goes and does the um, food shop at Tesco. But my mum and I decided to take it on this week. And I said to mum, look, this is my first time out. I want to make it worth it. We ain't going to Tesco. We are going to Waitrose. (laughs) Which is like another 25 minute journey. But An extra 25 minutes. I know. I must live in the, the most distant place from Waitrose in the country. Like, mm-hmm. surely everyone has a closer Waitrose than 40 minutes. Well, yeah, exactly. To all those that um, shop at Waitrose. So mm-hmm. tell me all what happened. What did you buy? Did you queue? Honestly, mum and I had the most pleasant shopping experience we've probably had all year. There was no queue when we arrived. Our trolley had been wiped down for us, obviously. Um, 
there are about five other people in the shop. And when we got to the bakery section, there was baking powder, there was stuff raising flour, and there was bread flour. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Yeah. Either either we were really lucky or my dad's been looking in the wrong aisle for the baking ingredients. Yeah. He's been in he's been with the bread, being like, sorry, where's the flour? <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, it was it was a really, really lovely experience actually. And um yeah, I think we're gonna take it on again next week. But I feel like maybe we shouldn't. Maybe it was just a very lucky moment and we don't want to tarnish that experience. Yeah, no, exactly. I think, you know, just keep keep that safe safe in your heart that you've, you know, been out for the first time in nine weeks. I know. Did you get I ice know. cream? We've had trouble getting ice cream in our locals. Funny you should say that. That was the only thing that was missing in Waitrose. The freezers were empty. Completely no empty. Which was a shame because we went shopping on the hottest day of the year um, and all I wanted was an ice cream. And as we were driving home, we come back via a co-op, but the queue was absolutely ridiculous and there was no way I was going to queue in that for just an ice cream. So I swallowed my pride and I, I thought, that's fine. I can make do without the ice cream. And then, as if someone was listening to my thoughts and feelings, I was reading my book, feeling sorry for myself and lack of ice cream. And then green sleeves come through the village. <laughs> and you know what green sleeves means. As in as in the song green sleeves. As in Is that yeah. it? Yeah, that's the one. I don't know whether it's like a every ice cream van has that tune, but ours certainly does. So yeah, the ice cream van man turned up and I was beside myself. I bet you were there in front of the queue, like batting off all the children, like, get me my white magnum. I was, but I was stressing so much trying to find money in the house. I thought I was going to miss them. Mum was like, go, go, go. Oh my God, that's so true though, because also, um, you know, everyone's like cash free now. It's not like the ice cream man can do a sort of like contactless. I think in these days he should be able to, but our one is very much stuck in 2000. So oh no, God. I wouldn't yeah. know where to start finding the cash in my house. Well, mum, mum's purse, mum's purse, mum's purse. Of course, mum's purse saved the day. Um, and I got my white chocolate magnum. Were you so, the oldest, oldest one in the queue? Actually, no. There were older people than me. And as I was walking back to my house from the van, you bumped into the walked... vet. God, no, no. Oh. I didn't. Thank God, because I was, you know, a little bit stressed. Had ice cream dripping down my hand. I bumped into someone running around the corner who was like, "I thought I heard the man." <laughs> <laughs> Oh um, God, bringing it back, yeah. Snaston again. You know, yeah. how, to, talking of Snaston, I mean, I think everyone um, that I've spoken to who's listened to the podcast last week is like, what happened in the village? One, we, they want to know about snare aerobics, and two, they want to know about the vet. So I think we should start talking about the the snares, the little Snaston update because <sighs> I I don't know. You haven't told me, and you've made a point of not telling me because you want to tell me on this. So I am so excited. And literally just have not been um, able to sleep because I've just been so excited about it, about hearing this. That's a lot of pressure on the SNES and update. Oh and I feel like Sorry. you and all the listeners are going to be as disappointed as I am. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no, what's happened? We'll start with aerobics, okay? I was all ready to go, fired up on 
Saturday I posted. I did a Facebook poll saying which time would everyone prefer, three, four or five, on the Connery, which is the public park in our village. And then everyone, you know, majority went for four, for four o'clock. So I was ready Great. to go. But then I got a little direct message request in my inbox. Oh, someone slid into the DMs. Someone slid into my DMs, but not for the reason I wanted them to. (laughs) It was to tell me that actually my idea, although as lovely as it was, was not in line with government guidelines. And therefore, I would not be allowed to do snow aerobics this week or until Boris says I can. So my excitement went straight down the drain. So I'm sorry, is this is this person the head of the village? Are they the ones that sort of make the the rules? I thought you are allowed to do things like that, but you've just got to keep your your distance. I don't even know, Kiki, where to start with this one. I don't know who this man is, frankly. And I don't know Bitchy's nest. <laughs> I take back my little thing I appreciate. It was no longer <laughs> my um yeah, I don't know who's in charge of the page or makes the rules but you know we've all got to go with the government guidelines don't we so I think you should tweet your local council and just see if it's allowed and you sort of say you know the money's going towards profits for the NHS or you know a local food um, shelter it annoys me because our park is like a football field size maybe not like a professional football field but it's a sizable piece of land and there were only 15 people signing up. It wasn't like we were going to be anywhere near each other. I could have done snarobics with five meters social distancing between each person had I needed to. Um, <laughs> Bitch, so... this isn't Glastonbury, okay? <laughs> like, I'm not trying to, like, cause havoc here. Fucking hell. That really annoys me. Oh, Tell me about it, because I've had so many people like you asking me how snorobics went, how I'm such a hero to my village. Well, I can't remember. You are. Don't ever forget that. But like hoping, I'm hoping, obviously, okay, snorobics, fine. But actually, no one really gives a shit about snorobics. Everyone gives a shit about the vet. And I even got a message from my old boss saying, I really hope that your friends got nailed by the vet or gets nailed by the vet so um talk talk to us because everyone's asking so give the fans what they want oh it just gets worse no no come on I don't okay it's not worse I actually it is worse because at least I got a direct message from grumpy villager about snorobics I haven't even got a direct message from the vet (laughs) um I bumped into him um said vet Ollie on Monday whilst I was walking with my mum and my mum did that really embarrassing thing where we saw him approaching us from quite a way back my mum was like oh my god is that who we think it is is that Ollie I think it might be Ollie because like okay it's Ollie are you ready and I felt myself just getting pinker and pinker and you know how pink you go so red so I was already my hands were clammy I was nervous about what I was going to say then as as we got as we met Ollie on the canal path my mum continues to walk and then stops about <laughs> 10 yards from us <laughs> she does <laughs> and I think I look with you know from the corner of my eye like mum you either stop here with me and talk to Ollie too or you just continue walking. Don't hover in in, in, the... <laughs> in the background. <laughs> Mum's like that embarrassing friend who's just, you know, like a guy sort of comes up to you in a club and you're like, he's coming, he's coming. Oh, I need a drink now. And like goes over to get her own. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. Um, 
Yeah, and I did the stupid thing about asking him to come and play tennis again, which, you know what, that's just, I've given up on that idea. Next time I see him, I'm going to say, come round for a drink. Good. See, alcohol alcohol is the way forward. Look, I, I'm positive about this. I don't think this mm-hmm. is the end. But also, I, I'm, I think I'm a bit of a coward, because I knew for a fact that Charlie, the other vet, was away all day. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> sat at your window all morning seeing no, which cars have been no, Ollie had actually informed me that morning I'm not that stalkerish I knew he was there <laughs> alone so I, and he was off work that day so I knew he had nothing to do and I could have just waltzed over there myself and invited him to play tennis <laughs> or to come around and catch up I don't know but I didn't do it because I'm a coward <laughs> yeah but also you've been out of practice all right you yeah. know it's been it's been nine weeks and this whole flirting thing you know it's now just new and mm. um maybe you just need a bit of a crash course um but I I don't I take my hat off to you for being fucking bold and for for even um asking him to come around for tennis I just think alcohol as you all know just solves all problems so let's just let's just go with that mm. the next time Okay, but just quickly, in response to your lovely, endearing message from your ex-boss, even if I did, you know, charm the socks and pants off my neighbour... Hopefully pants. (laughs) There is no way that I am letting him get anywhere near my... Okay, I read this in a book last night and I stole it. Fairy forest. Fairy forest. Because it is wildly overgrown. That's so much. Oh, well, I mean, uh, you don't even want to talk to me about a fairy forest. I can tell you that for free. I do. I So everybody, Kiki sent me a, a video of her brother waxing her legs in his lunch <laughs> So I really do want to hear the, the tales of your... Fairy forest. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, let's. Just, so the video was of my brother waxing my legs, not my fairy forest. Um, <laughs> that would be taking things to the next level. Um, but you know, um, yeah. So we've we at the beginning of lockdown decided to get a home waxing kit, and it's been great. We're waxing our legs and underarms, and my little sister, um, Izzy, she's seventeen, so she's not that little. Um, she has been amazing. Um, sort of doing the legs and the underarms. Um, now during lockdown, it's sort of, you know, everyone's out in their gardens, um, everyone's sort of growing vegetables, etc., making everything look, gardens look pretty. So I d- decided that I would maybe tidy up my, and I call it lady garden. So let's just say I went, I went lady gardening. Okay. It's very, uh, very, um, <laughs> topical of you because it is the week of the Chelsea chop. What? What is the... <laughs> Chelsea Chop. Just quickly, because I know the story's going to be really good, but it just occurred to me. My mum's doing the Chelsea Chop at the moment, not on her Lady Garden. Oh, not, not, her, not on her Lady <laughs> I mean, she might be, but we're talking really <laughs> Um, So you cut back everything before it's bloomed, so to delay the blooming of your flowers. The bloomage. And it happens the week of the Chelsea Flower Show, which is this week. So I can see why you were feeling the need. Okay, so I was lady gardening and we thought we'd give, we thought we'd have a go at the Chelsea chop. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to try and describe this story um, in a, a sort of a polite as way as possible. Um, so we sort of stop and um, it's all going quite well. Um, the wax is quite warm, but, you know, she's doing an amazing job. And like she has not done one of 
these lady gardens before okay so um she's you know sorting everything out and we get towards the end of the waxing and the wax sort of drifts towards the middle a little bit uh which uh which causes a a bit of a panic because um we tried to sort of get the waxing strip we tried to wax it off it wasn't coming off and then for those of you um who have been waxed uh men and women um you'll know that when a few minutes pass the wax tends to get a little cold um Mm. and when it gets cold it gets a little hard and so here i am Uh, with my lady garden completely waxed up okay there is absolutely no way of saving it and we are both mind the pun flapping a little bit (laughs) so the the clock is ticking and I'm like there's no saving it I'm gonna go get into a shower and just hot shower and we'll just we'll work it out anyway what then follows I would then describe a severe allergic reaction um, to to the lady goddess, which is now a sort of raised bed and is sort of increased in acres, (laughs) if you'd like to. So the garden's doubled in size, maybe tripled. So I then spent the afternoon on conference calls with a bag of ice between my legs, sort of trying to get the swelling down. And um, trying to talk seriously about, you know, Oreo monetization in Western banks. But anyway, it doesn't end here. That evening, I'm making dinner. And me and my brother decide that we are going to make chili prawns. Now, it's a great dish, guys. I'll send the recipe to you. But it, it, it does include a lot of chilies, fresh chilies. And I'm in charge of chopping the chilies. While dinner's being cooked, I sort of go upstairs um, just to check on uh, <laughs> the raised bed. And um, I... You, you know had forgotten about the the chili chopping and I checked to see how it's looking and what then follows is possibly the most painful experience of my life because I forgot to wash my hands and the house is then filled with screams I mean it is as if someone has died my sister comes running in and we're just completely screaming at each other she then shoves me in the shower and puts it on cold and and I'm sort of there with my legs in the air completely trying to cool it down she's going running downstairs to go get some more ice um and luckily luckily we didn't have to sort of sit in a bath of milk because five minutes later the sort of the cooling went down but it was I mean it was it was the little thing that ruined my fucking week because it's still it's now you know it's better now but it is still God, but even even if you had washed your hands chili lingers chili lingers <laughs> I've got chili in my eye many a times and actually I've had quite a bad experience with home waxing which is why I'm not doing it currently I'm it really makes me miss the ease of just being able to saunter into town to get to get one done because <laughs> I must have been I can't remember it's quite a long time ago now the wax was probably quite old. <laughs> I had to cut wax out oh. of my own forest. Oh, you had to cut it out? Because I, <laughs> I laid it so thickly and it had gone cold and hardened that there was no way of cutting that out without a pair of scissors. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, so I'm not the only one. I'm not the only, I'm one. Not the only one. But I, unlike you, did not have my boyfriend turning up that evening. Oh yeah, exactly. Poor guy. He literally came in, had dinner, and then decided he would go back to Sussex. <laughs> uh, I'm joking. He's not that shallow. But anyway, he arrived. I hadn't seen him for a few weeks, and my little sister was like, "I'm so sorry. It's all my fault." <laughs> it's like, don't worry about it. It's just 
that's okay um but oh, yeah that's cool. been our sort of that's been the, the talk of the town in the Hopkins house this week <laughs> we'll just we'll leave it to the professionals keeks oh my god I cannot wait I cannot wait for the professionals really? to come back I will never ever 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 do that ever again honestly like legs and arms you know absolutely perfect but mm-hmm. from now on the fairy forest has had a Chelsea chop and it's ready for bloomage <laughs> oh god poor thing I know so that's been uh that's been one of those things and also um my mum has been taking over my brother's hinge profile um so she now knows the password to his um his phone and every time we sit down after dinner she has a few glasses of wine so that's getting giggly and she's like let's have a look who's around today and she goes through all of the profiles which is just so funny wait maybe you should start looking into that although I doubt there'll be much talent around that honestly there's there's not much at all which is why I think I've been drawn to the one potential in my in my close vicinity well, some of these some of these profiles are absolutely hilarious, and I think it's maybe Tinder that we went on, and you have to write a little bit about yourself. Um, and there are just some amazing ones, like one of them, which was said something like, "Oh, I'm single and sweating out for a pleasant lad." Ping me on Snapchat. Mum was like, "Absolutely no way!" Like, who even does Snapchat anymore? There was one that said, "Oh, um, traveling the world, you don't need magic to disappear; you just need a destination." very uh, philosophical Um, my favorite one which you know could give you a little bit of inspiration it was I have very weak wrists so I'm afraid BDSM is out of the question dot 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 but I can do other things oh my god I can't do that I've been inviting this boy around to play tennis for four weeks he knows I don't have weak wrists (laughs) I'm just thinking you know you could pick up a few of those write them on a card and slip them through his um why doesn't why don't you lovely listeners help me out you can give give the girl some help because she's really struggling here i've given up on snowrobics i've had sadly given up on my cootie which oh my god the coot yeah you forgot to ask me about the coot what happened to the coot oh god that's a sad story too um Mum made me return Cootie to the wild, which I know you're not meant to do, but also apparently you're not meant to take a wild bird from the wild either. So I was just redoing my, making what I'd done illegal, illegal again. So technically <laughs> why it's illegal, right? Double illegal. <laughs> yeah, double double negative, and it's positive. <laughs> but I've seen a family of Cootie on the canal this week, and I'm sure that my little Cootie is, is there with them. I, I call out to him, and I'm sure he hangs back and kind of gives me a... Give me a wink. So he's alive and doing well, we hope. Did he chirp at you as you walked past? My mum said she heard him go, Mama. So. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been him. Well, uh, that aside, I think if anyone has any tips on how Kate can win this man, please, please send any um, recommendations to our email address, which is podcast dot little things at gmail.com or just slide into kate's dms or um or instagram dms yeah i would really love a personal slide into my dm which isn't an abusive villager or or anyone on the facebook group in snareston yeah exactly but um please do get in touch on our podcast instagram which is at little things pod um but whilst we're talking the subject Lots of people have got in touch. 
this week to tell us how much they enjoyed the first episode, which we are so grateful for. We've loved the response and it's made me more and more excited to record the next episode. I've literally been waiting all week to do this. Oh my God, me too. I got so many lovely messages. One of them actually... um... (laughs) One of them, I'm not really sure um, whether it was a sort of compliment or a dig, um, and we'll, we'll call her um, call her Janet. Let's say it's Janet, and she sent me one saying, "Oh my God!" And she spelled God with like sort of four Ds because obviously she's public school and she has to write like that. So it's "Oh my God!" Da, 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 da. Just <laughs> listen to your podcast. So amazing. Laughed out loud so much. And here I'm thinking, okay, great. This is this is uh, an achievement. Um, and she goes, love the bit about you not doing exercise. Explain so much about your picture on your podcast Insta of you and Fulham fried chicken, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sat here like, okay, like wh- I'm elated that you loved it so much. And you laughed out loud, you know, that's good. But also, bitch, like I just want to clip one thing up. It was okay. one time, Janet. <laughs> Janet, it was just one time, okay? I am not a regular at Fulham Fried Chicken and I can eat a salad sometimes, okay? So just just back off. Uh, we and Kate also had a chat this week and we thought we'd use this podcast so at the end of each podcast we would support a little business of the week and um, there's lots of people out there who are doing the most incredible things and we thought that we kick it off with a company this week called Marsden's Fudge um, and it's made by the most incredible woman called Alex. I have been eating her fudge all my life and she not only does vanilla fudge, chocolate fudge, lavender fudge, I don't even know how you would make lavender fudge. Bailey's fudge, peppermint fudge, but she also, guys, does chili fudge. So, um, yeah, if you visit www.marsensfudge.co.uk, they are amazing at little bags of fudge or boxes. Um, and just like send them to people whose birthday it is, people you haven't seen in a while, um, those people that are living on their own in isolation. Um, it's such a lovely little gift and uh, it is also fucking delicious. So that is our little business of the week and we'll give them a post on our Instagram page. But thank you so much everyone for listening to episode two of our Little Things podcast. Yes, thank you so much. I hope you enjoyed it and look forward to updating you further next week on The Little Things. So guys, you have been listening to The Little Things with me, Kiki. And me, Kate. We are back next week on Monday morning with episode three. If you guys have any little things, as you can tell from this episode, little things can be huge things. Uh, They can be distressing. They can be funny. Um, Send them to our Gmail account, which is podcast.littlethings at gmail.com or um, send us a message on Instagram which is at little things pod slide into those DMs guys because no one's currently sliding into my personal DMs <laughs> um, but thank you everybody for listening we're so excited to come back next week and have a lovely week and bank holiday bye guys